you're through security, and I've checked it. Welcome to the Disney World Planning Podcast. My name is Will, and here we talk about all sorts of tips and tricks about having a successful trip to Disney World. There's no better way to start off this podcast with episode one than to talk about the first park that opened at Walt Disney World, and that is, of course, the Magic Kingdom. Now, what exactly are we going to be talking about? Well, we're going to be talking about the attractions there. So the rides, the shows, the parades, experiences, meet and greets, and whether or not their new Skip the Line system is worth it. So, what is the new Skip the Line system? Well, it's called Genie Plus, or Lightning Lane, however you want to... Whatever you want to call it. What is the difference between this and the FastPass system that they used to have? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because there are two huge differences. uh, Actually, three huge differences between the two. FastPass came with basically when you paid for your trip. When you booked for your trip. And you could book it about 60 or 30 days out. That was so so great because you knew, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And usually fast passes would never run out. Usually, roughly, just about. Now, with the new Skip the Line system, you have to pay for it every day you're going to go into the park. You got to wake up early, 7 o'clock, buy, buy Genie Plus, book your lightning lanes, and everything else. 7 o'clock in the morning is when you have to do it. Is it fun getting up at that time? No. But if you're not going into the parks till later, you can go right on back to sleep. But... Usually, you're going to do that and you want to go in early so you can get as much as, as much stuff done as you want. So, there, that's one difference. The second difference, Fast Pass, you could really only get three. Lightning Lane, I'm going to be honest, it's nice because you can get more than three. You can, you can stack Lightning Lanes. So, you could book multiple Lightning Lanes. And probably, I think when, last time I went, I booked probably four or five a day. And I was just like, oh, yes, this is perfect. I loved using it because you could go into Lightning Lane line and then just completely bypass everybody in the standby queue, especially for rides that had long waits. And then the third and final one, third and final difference here is that not every ride has a fast pass or not every ride has a Lightning Lane. I think just about everything, really minus food, had a fast pass in Magic Kingdom, roughly. If I remember right. But I got to tell you. It is very nice. I love the Lightning Lane and Genie Plus system. Now the question is whether or not these attractions are worth the new Skip the Line system. Right? Well we'll get into that. But let's talk about the new Skip the Line system anyway. So with Genie Plus there are three tiers. You have the tip board. You have Genie Plus itself. And you have the individual Lightning Lane. Okay. Tip board is pretty simple. It's free. You open up your Disney World app, you go to my day, and there you are. There's a tip board. If you're going to Magic Kingdom that day, open it up, and it's going to tell you Extra Orbiter, 10-minute wait. It'll tell you Big Thunder Mountain, 60-minute wait. It'll tell you Haunted Mansion is a 13-minute wait. That's what it tells you right then and there. And then you get to plan your day strictly based off of what it shows you. Especially if you don't want to pay, skip the line. Okay, let's go off of the tip board. What is worth it right now? Tip board is nice because you can say, oh... Here we go. Instead of having to walk to, instead of having to walk from Big Thunder Mountain, the Haunted Mansion, and say, okay, Big Thunder was what, like 30? And Haunted Mansion's 35? All right, which one do we want to go on? 
you can take a look and say, oh, okay, let's go on the shorter weight right now, and that's Big Thunder Mountain. It's nice. It's easy. It's pretty dang good, right? Dipboard, I would encourage everybody to use it whether or not you do pay for Genie Plus, Genie Plus or not, right? Well, let's jump to Genie Plus, which is the next tier. Now, Genie Plus is a day-based price per person to, to pay to get access to lightning lanes, in which you have the chance to skip the lines of rides that have available lightning lanes. Now, not, not every single ride has a lightning lane. Not every single show has a lightning lane, right? The prices vary based off of crowds. So, you're looking at roughly about $15 to $35 per person. Now, you'll be nice and lucky if you have just two people and it's low crowds. Okay, you're only paying, you're only paying 30 bucks each day for two people. 15 and 15. Let's say it's a, it's a huge crowd kind of day in Magic Kingdom. It's the summer, you're there, everybody's out of school, and you have about five or six people in your park. You're paying $35 for five to six people. That is not fun to see, especially if you're trying to save money. But Genie Plus to me is definitely worth it because you can skip the line at an instant for rides that, you know what, you really want to go on. While a ride like Space Mountain or Jungle Cruise may have a 70-80 minute wait, you get a lightning lane through Genie Plus. Oh, guess what? We're walking right by those guys in the 80-90 minute waits. It is a perfect way to do it. I, I gotta say, a lot of people really kind of rag on, on this new Skip the Line system. I think it's great because now you're deterring people from wanting to use it because you gotta pay. I like it anyway. But let's go to the next tier, which is the individual lightning lane. So the individual lightning lane also has a day-based price per person to get access to skip the lines of a limited number of rides. So individual lightning lane applies to only, I believe, two rides in Magic Kingdom, one in Epcot, one in Animal Kingdom, and one in Hollywood Studios. Yes. So, not a lot of rides. Now, the day-based price for that is about $10 to $25. Again, really nice if you're going to have a low a low group, like just you or you and one other person paying $20 per day to get an individual lightning lane on low crowd days. But on the really, really busy days, five or six people, $25. Again, that's rough to see go right on down the drain. But individual lightning lanes are also very nice. And those individual lightning lanes apply to the more popular rides in those parks. So if that gives you a clue then you can probably guess which rides have individual lightning lanes in each of the in each of those parks now this isn't a tier of really genie plus but it is a part of it it is called the virtual queue so the virtual queue description goes like this when a virtual queue is in place you you can request to enjoy that attraction or experience later in the day so you can enjoy other experiences while you wait a standby queue will not be available as of right now, there are two rides in Walt Disney World that have virtual queues. Tron and Guardians of the Galaxy. Reservoir's Distance used to, ha used to have one, but now they have gone to a standby line. I'm not too sure that these two rides that have it now will ever do what Rise of the Resistance did, but virtual queues, I think, could be hit or miss. So virtual queues, essentially, to kind of go into more to it again with everything you got to get it at seven o'clock especially with the two rides that have it because those virtual queues could go pretty quickly 
you might not be available to get in into one. But what's going to happen is, let's say you get one. Let's say you get a virtual queue for Guardians of the Galaxy. And you get group 10. You walk into the park. Hey, group 10 has been called. You go right there, get on the ride, and go right through. So you could enjoy it right then and there as soon as you walk into the park. Or you let's say you get it and you're like group 30 and you don't have the chance to go on until about 12.45 in the afternoon. Well, let me tell you, that might be a little rough because I have seen videos of the virtual queue line for Gardens of the Galaxy that is really, really long and is really, really not moving. And I think same can be said for Tron. Tron does take a little bit of time to wait. So and we'll get into a little bit of what you should do on that one later. But that, folks, is a skip the line system. It is very different from FastPass, but I enjoy it a little bit more than FastPass because you're able to use multiple throughout your trip every day. Now, let's get into these attractions and whether or not a lightning lane would be worth it. So let's start in Tomorrowland with Astro Orbiter. So Astro Orbiter is on top of the People Mover in Tomorrowland. The description for it is pilot a spaceship spaceship high in the sky amid a gleaming constellation of planets. Now the average wait time for the last 30 days has been roughly about 28 minutes. By the way, shout out to the Disney World website for these descriptions and shout out to laughingplace.com as well for these average wait times for the past 30 days. Now, my thoughts on Astro Orbiter are that I'm not a big fan of this ride. Like I said, it's on top of the people mover. So if you have if you have kids or you're afraid of heights and you're a little bit older, this is probably not for you. Because it's on top of a building. It's a lot like Dumbo and the magic carpets of Aladdin. To where you can control it to where whether it goes up, up or down. It's also very fast. Last time I went, which was in winter break. It was my first time ever doing it. I would just say I wasn't a fan of it. But look, a lightning lane is not available for Astro Orbiter. But what I would say, if it did, I would say no. And I think, number one, because I didn't like the ride, but mainly because it's going to have more than likely a pretty short wait. It's also very low capacity, so the queue's not very good, but you could wait till later in the night if you really want to do it, or first thing, first thing when you get there to do it. But pretty low waits, but if the, I, to me, I wouldn't wait longer than 30 minutes, but Astro Orbiter, to me, that would be a no for Lightning Lane. All right, let's move on to Barnstormer, which is in Storybook Circus. It's actually not that far from Astro Orbiter. It's probably about a two-minute walk from Astro Orbiter, basically right around the corner. The description for Barnstormer. Take flight above Storybook Circus with Goofy and his homemade stunt airplanes for a thrilling junior roller coaster ride. Average wait time is roughly about 20.3 minutes. And again, keep in mind, this is for the last 30 days. My thoughts on Barnstormer is it's a really, really good first roller coaster ride for kids. I went on it for the first time. 
this last trip as well. And it's, look, it's it's fast. It's fast enough to wear hats and ears, like the Mickey and Minnie ears and sunglasses. They fall, they fall like off of your head during the ride. Like it's secretly really fast. So it's a, it's going to be a fun roller coaster for kids. Now, there's a lightning lane offered for it. But personally, I don't think you need a lightning lane for a Barnstormer. Just because it's going to be a low wait time. Most of the time there. Because it's mainly going to be little kids. But little kids are also wanting, going to be wanting to do, are going to want to do other things. Like uh, Under the Sea with the Little Mermaid or Dumbo or whatever. Barnstormer is not going to have a long wait. And if it does, you can wait till the, uh, you can wait to the time drops later in the night and go on it later at night. So Barnstormer, don't really need it. Let's move on to Big Thunder Mountain, which is in Frontierland. Like, close to the back. Basically, the back of Frontierland. The description. Race through a haunted gold mining town aboard a Rockaline runway mine train. Average wait time is about 40.2 minutes. Now, this ride is a classic. A lot of people want to go on it. It's always going to have a long wait. I, I did go on it this last time, and I went on it almost a little bit later at night. And I'll be honest, it was still a somewhat of a long wait at that point. And I, I, I got to tell you, a lightning lane is offered, and you're definitely going to need it. Because it's going to be probably northwards of 45 almost the whole time you're there. In the morning, at night, and whatever. You're going to need a lightning lane. Plus, it's a classic. Everybody wants to go on it. And like I said, some people, and probably a lot of people, don't want to use lightning lanes. So they'll just go, okay, we'll wait the 60, we'll wait the 70. Trust me, you don't want to wait 70, 80 minutes for a ride. I did that. I made that mistake of waiting for waiting that amount of time for a ride. This past time I went, not really worth the wait, but still a ride I like. But Big Thunder Mountain, definitely need a lightning lane. Let's move on to a big fan favorite, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. We're back in Tomorrowland, basically right across, almost right across from the entrance to uh, the People Mover and not that far from Astro Orbiter. The description... Fire your laser to earn points and defeat the evil Emperor Zerg as you journey through a galactic space battle. Average wait time is about 31.4 minutes. I love this ride. I love this. My family, we always, we always say, hey, we're going to do this. We always try to do it when we're there. We always have fun with it. It's a fun game. It's a fun ride. And you know what? A lightning lane is offered. And you kind of need it. I would say you kind of need it. Because there can be times that the wait will get pretty long. And I love the ride, but there's a certain point to where the wait time is not worth it. So you'll probably need it. You kind of need it. But it's not one I'm going to say an emphatic yes. But Buzz Light, Buzz Light your Space Ranger Spin. We just call it Buzz. It's a, it seems like everyone loves this ride. It is going to have a pretty long wait at some point, but 
you do kind of need a lightning lane for that one. Let's move on to our first show. The Country Bear Jamboree. Which just went down for a huge refurbishment. Basically changing the whole show. But the description. Have a knee slapping good time at this jolly country and western show. Starring a hilarious bunch of singing bears. It is under refurb. So there is no real average wait time. It's But the wait time is usually around 15 minutes between each show. Uh... Look, the older show, we did it for the first time in a long time uh, this last trip. It is an interesting show, but that show is now done. So now I really have no thoughts on it. I think where they're heading is to try to have the Bears sing a medley of Disney songs, celebrating Disney, all that. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, A Lightning Lane is not available, and if we're talking about the old show, you really... Uh, would not need a lightning lane. Not a lot of people want to go in there. I think a lot of people, a lot of people do like the country bears, but it's not something people are running to do. It's one of those things that it's a, hey, I need a break. Let's sit down, enjoy some AC, something like that. Oh, maybe take, some people might say this is a napping attraction, which you could argue that could be the case, but if there was one available, absolutely not. But it's a fun and cute little show. Alright, moving on to the Dapper Dans. The Dapper Dans description. This barbershop quartet spins harmonies as they play the chimes, dap dance, and regale audiences with vaudeville humor. The Dapper Dans have specific times they show up. They'll go down Main Street. They'll be somewhere within the Main Street USA area. And it's just, it's a fun little time to watch these guys perform. They're funny, they're good singers, it's amazing, right? And I think people would like the Dapper Dance. But since it's like a pop-up thing, there is not a Lightning Lane available. There probably will never be a Lightning Lane available for the Dapper Dance. So, again, I'm going to go no if there was one. But it's good. I encourage you if they are out to watch them. It is a it is a good time watching those those guys. Nice little quick one about that one. Moving on to the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. The description. See some favorite Disney pals as they make their way through Magic Kingdom Park on a grand adventure. So this is so they call this a cavalcade, which is basically a mini parade. So, this is another one that kind of, it's a pop-up. I put that in air quotes because there are times for these. But, I'm not, you know, at my older age, I don't really care about parades. I'm there for the rides, trying to do as much as I can. I've seen videos of it. It looks cool. And the nice thing I think about this one, too, is that there are rare characters within this cavalcade and by rare characters, they, they are characters that you don't really see popping up in the parks really at all. So it's a cool way to kind of see different characters. But uh, no Lightning Lane is offered, but if it did, no. Because you just kind of wait along Main Street or wherever it's going through. And just hope you enjoy seeing these characters. Kind of staying on that path, we're going to the Disney Festival Festival Fantasy Parade. The description, 
Celebrate the spirit of Disney as Magic Kingdom Park comes alive with music and dance during a tribute to the tales of Fantasyland. I don't remember the last time I stood to watch a parade. I didn't do it this last time around, or before that, or before that. I'm all about the rides. I really am. But this seems to be a fun kind of parade. People love this parade. There's a good time for it. Um, it's a... Look, it's a parade. People love Disney parades. But again, that's just not my thing. If you're there for the parades, look for a good spot. Now, like a lightning lane is offered for the parade. But I would, in, I would say this is a hard no from what I've heard. They put you kind of in a bad spot for the parade. They put you basically right in the sun and you're facing, they put you basically right in the sun with where you are. And if you're going in the summer or the spring, you're going to be cooking. You're probably going to get a sunburn pretty easily. It's not recommended that you do that. So if you're going to go for the parade, know when the times are, which are 12 and 3, by the way, and and wait, I would say to me, you can wait, wait down Main Street, get there early enough to where you can get your, like a good spot. Like this time around, so, my mom found a good spot for her, my sister, her husband, and their kids to watch the parade. I went off and did a couple of rides, but yeah, it was a really good spot. It was close to where the lightning lane spot would be, but in a better, in a, really almost in a better spot to where you could see everything happening. So, but no on the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Let's go with a classic in Storybook Circus. Dumbo, the flying elephant. The description, soar high in the sky and see an elephant fly on a whimsical flight aboard Dumbo. Average wait time here is roughly about 17.9 minutes. And again, these are within the last 30 days, according to thelastingplace.com. Look, Dumbo, the flying elephant, it's a very classic ride. It's just a spin. I call it like a spinny ride. Where you just kind of go around in a circle and you can go high, you can go low, all that kind of fun stuff. But it's just a classic ride. So this could get, and this ride could get longer waits. It really, really could. Uh, my recommendation is to wait till later at night to do it. Maybe around the fireworks or after the fireworks when people are leaving and the park is still open. Go do it then, right? But a lightning lane is offered. To me, it depends if you're going to use it or not. To me, the the strategy to to getting on Dumbo is again waiting till later in the day to do it instead of waiting till the middle of the day. Because not this time, but the previous time I went, it was me and my mom, and we went there without. Uh, we decided to do it without a fast pass. But it was a long wait, and we had to wait in an area that was full of screaming children. And we're like, okay, yeah, no, we're not doing that. So it kind of depends. If you really want to do it in the middle of the day, use your lightning lane. But there's there are times where you can do it without really waiting. When I went on it this time around, I did it at night, and it was basically a walk-on. So, double the flying elephant, folks. All right, moving on to... I would say a show or an experience is called Enchanted Tales with Belle. The description, we live the magic of Disney's Beauty and the Beast during an unforgettable reenactment starting Belle, 
Lumiere, and you. Average wait time's about 31.4 minutes. Look, I've never been to this to this show or experience, but from what I've heard, it is awesome because it's not just they do get the kids involved, but they also get parents involved. So it can get very kind of funny and they have a fun time in there. So I would say with a lightning lane offered, it depends. You know, if you're there with your kids, they really want to do it. Hey, yeah, go ahead and do it. And this can get a pretty, this, as you can, as you see, heard, my bad, 31.4 minutes. It could get north of that too. And I, I got to tell you, there's some things, and to me, for something like that, if it's north of probably 30, I would not wait. For it, I would probably use a lightning lane for it, but it depends on what your goal is, right? To me, I would say no. I probably won't even do it ever, but it is a no to me. It's a no for me personally, but for you guys, it depends on what your goals are. Moving on to Liberty Square with the Hall of Presidents. Behold, all 45 of the men who have served as U.S. President in an audio-animatronic show tracing the history of the United States. The average wait time for this is 11.7 minutes. This is another thing I've never done before, but I've heard about it. And what I've heard about it is that this is a very good AC, escape the heat, get into the AC, very good place to go and take a nap if you really need a nap. People don't go to Hall of Presidents to watch Hall of Presidents usually. Now, I'm a history guy. I've never really done it. Maybe next time around I'll do it. But this is a long show too, which is which is kind of discouraging to me because I want to do as much as I can. Maybe next time around I will do it. A lightning lane is offered, but I'm going to say no, because not a lot of people are going to want to do it. But if you're looking for a nap, just wait for the next show. Or if it's open, just walk right in and take a nap. It's going to be a while. And then just if you're there with a friend, say, hey, wake me up once the show's done. That's basically what I've heard about Hall of Presidents. I've seen it, and it looks very interesting, but I just haven't had the interest to really do it. Let's move on to, honestly... Something that I've never that I never done until this last trip, and I highly encourage a lot of people to do. And it's happily ever after. Don't miss this astounding fireworks extravaganza featuring lights, lasers, and special effects, including all new projections down Main Street, USA. This fireworks show is awesome. And if if you know me really well, I have never been a fan of loud noises. But you know what? I gave the fireworks at Disney World a shot. I watched them from the People Mover, got off and watched them from Tomorrowland. I was a big fan. I was a big fan of the show. I had listened to basically the playlist of songs that plays during the fireworks show. It's like, this is, hey, this is a good mix of uh, songs here. I loved it. There is no lightning lane available. But if they didn't like in the parade where they did have one available for priority, like for priority spot to see it, like a VIP section to watch it, 
I would encourage it because I watched from Tomorrowland. I didn't get everything. I listened to the music, saw the fireworks, but I wasn't able to see the projections. So, that being said, next time around when I go, hey, I'm going on Main Street USA. I want to see the projections and everything else. Let's move on to my favorite Disney ride of all time. And I got to be honest, there are a couple that are starting to like push that a little bit. But my favorite Disney ride of all time is in Liberty Square, ladies and gentlemen, the Haunted Mansion. Climb aboard a gloomy doom buggy for a grave journey through a labyrinth of haunted chambers. Average wait time is roughly about 40.3 minutes. I love this ride for a ton of reasons. There's a lot of really cool, like, fun facts about the attraction. This is a classic ride. And I love I love the music. I love the song that goes along with it. And it's just so, it's just, it's a fun little ride. It's a mix of creepy and humorous at the same time. And I just love it. I love this ride. It's my favorite of all time. But like I said, there are a couple pushing it. A uh, lightning lane is offered. Now I'd highly encourage you to use it. Because this can get a really high wait time. Um, when I went this previous time, I actually, I think it did two rides i rope dropped basically well i did we me and my family stayed on disney property so we got in they watched the like opening show like the opening magic kingdom show i went ahead and went off i I tried to do space mountain but then i did i think i did one ride and then i did haunted mansion and i did haunted mansion early enough to where it was basically a walk on and I, I got to tell you, it, it was the smartest move ever because later in the day, it probably got north of, I think, 50 minutes. And I love that ride. I don't think I'd wait longer than 50 minutes for it, but Haunted Mansion, to me, absolutely, you, you're going to absolutely need it because this will have a long wait. Now, the nice thing about Haunted Mansion, before we move on really quick, is that the, like, the... Uh, vehicles are constantly moving, so it it can move somewhat quick, but they have to get people to to the vehicles, which is kind of a different story. So, yeah, let's move on to the next r- attraction, which is it's a small world in Fantasyland. Embark on a whimsical boat ride past a jubilant chorus of children from around the globe. Average wait time is roughly about 20.2 minutes. Look, the ride itself is really not that special. But this is a classic ride. There's a lot of history behind the ride because this was a ride that Walt Disney worked on for the, I believe, 1964 World's Fair. And I, I gotta tell you, like, there's history behind it. It's It's cute. A lot of people like it. It's a classic Disney ride, right? But a lightning lane is offered, but I I would highly encourage it as no. This is one of those rides, and I'm looking at the rides before. Here, like Dumbo, that kind of has a high capacity. Small World has high capacity as well. Uh, Let's see. 
Country Pan Jamboree is a show, so yeah. Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spins a lot like Haunted Mansion. Vehicles are constantly moving. Big Thunder, not really high capacity. Barnstormer, not really. And Astro Orbiter, not really. But Small World, the vehicles, and when I mean capacity, I mean like the ride vehicles. Small World, you can fit a lot of people in that boat. Right? Especially if you have like a big, big party. So you can fit, keep a lot of people in that boat. And so the the lines can move quick, so you don't need a lightning lane in particular. But if you use it, good for you, but you don't necessarily need it. This weight could go north of 30. I would not encourage you to go on or even get in line if it's north of 30, just because it's a plain, kind of simple, just slow-moving boat ride. Nothing much really to it. Let's move on to our first Adventureland attraction in the Jungle Cruise. Chart a course for high adventure on a scenic and comedic boat tour of exotic rivers across Asia, Africa, and South America. Average wait time is about 46.8 minutes. Now look, this is another ride I really like. I made the mistake this last time around of hopping in the standby line for Jungle Cruise and waiting for about 70-80 minutes. I made a mistake in doing that. Look, like I said, I love the ride. But I gotta be honest. It is not worth it is not worth a 70-80 minute wait. So that being said, the lightning lane is offered. Please absolutely use the lightning lane. Because for some reason, look, like I said, I love the Jungle Cruise. It's full of dad jokes. I love dad jokes. That's my kind of humor. But it's not worth a 70, 80 minute wait. It's a slow moving boat ride with some nice little dad jokes. It's not worth that. I understand people love it. I love it too, but I wouldn't wait that long. I made the mistake of doing that. I did want to get on it, but there are no lightning lanes available. This is one that a lightning lane will go quick. They'll be gone by... Basically, middle of the day, maybe early in the day, too. So, you got to be smart on whether you're going to get a Jungle Cruise Lightning Lane or not. Okay. But again, this is a nice, easy ride. It's a fun ride, but I don't encourage people to wait super long for this one, like at all. I love it. Not worth it. Not worth the long wait, but I would say worth a Lightning Lane if you want to get on it, especially with a long wait like that. Moving on to Liberty Square with the Liberty Square Riverboat. Cruise the scenic rivers of America aboard the Liberty Bell and take a gander at life in the U.S. over a century ago. There's an average wait time for this. This is roughly about 15 minutes. Look, I've never done this. You just kind of go around Liberty Square, front, uh, Frontierland, and Tom Sawyer's Island. There are a couple... Like animatronics, there are a couple of scenes around, like the river that that it goes around, but it's not really thing. It's not really anything special. So, but it's also a good time. This is also, I would say, a good thing to kind of give you a rest. You can sit down. You don't have to stand up. You can just a uh, nice relaxing time to kind of get away from the big crowds. Uh, Lightning Lane is not available, but if it did, I would absolutely say no. Because 
you can really get on and off of this thing really, really quickly. So, Liberty Square Riverboat, that is a no for me on Lightning Lane. Let's move on. Let's go back over to Fantasyland with the Mad Tea Party, or as a lot of people call them, the Teacups. It's been around and around in a giant teacup during a madcap music-filled whirlwind. Average rate time, 11.7 minutes. I like the teacups. I like Mad Tea Party. This is one that is a, it is a very classic Disney ride. People love this. People always want to go on it. And again, we take a look at it. Liberty Square River boats, high capacity. Mad Tea Party, I would say medium capacity. A lot of teacups, people can go on it. And they, they mix. They, and when they get ready to load the next crew, it moves the line really, really quickly. So, I would encourage people to go on there. Matt Tea Party, Lightning Lane is offered. I would say no, because usually there are, it, it is pretty, it's a pretty short wait time most of the time. If it's somewhere north of like 30, if it's somewhere like 35 or north of 35, I would say no. But roughly around 30, I would wait. So, Matt Tea Party, the teacups, love it. But I would pass on it. Moving on. Back over into Adventureland. The Magic Carpets of Aladdin. Fly over Adventureland on an enchanted carpet ride inspired by the Disney movie Aladdin. Average wait time, 17.3 minutes. Now, this is, like I said, with Astral Orbiter. It's a carbon copy of Dumbo. They have three, basically, the, th the same ride three times in one park. Magic Carpets, Astro Orbiter, and Dumbo. Dumbo's a classic. Now, I understand the fact that you did it, but I'll be honest with this. The placement of the Magic Carpets of Aladdin is not the greatest placement. I went on it this last time. It's a fun, cute little ride again, but it's not something I would say, oh, you absolutely have to go on, right? And it's nice. And the best part about this ride, actually, that I think... You should do it for just this reason. So you have the front of the magic carpet in the back. So the front, you can determine whether you go up or down. In the back, there's a button. If you hit the button, there's a camel basically on the outside of the track. If you hit the button, it will get to that camel will spit water onto people behind you. It's a fun little thing to do. Try to, especially if it's people you don't know, just click. And then people are like, oh, what? And the camel just spits on them. It's awesome. But I'll be honest. With a lightning lane offered, you do not need to go out and get one. If you're going to get a lightning lane for a ride like this, I would say it would probably be Dumbo. Moving on. Too Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh in Fantasyland, right on the edge of Fantasyland, very close to Mad Tea Party. Travel through the 100-acre wood in an oversized honeypot and get lost in the pages of A.A. A. Milne's classic tales. Average wait time, 35.1 minutes. Me and my family were big fans of Winnie the Pooh. We, I, we love this ride. 
there's a family history with this ride, a funny kind of story about me and this ride that I won't say on here. But it's a, it's another really cute ride, but I enjoy it because it's nostalgic for me. I love the ride. I love the characters. And it's just so much it's so much fun. It really is. There's also a fun little Easter egg in there. So I'll, I'll throw this out there to you guys pretty quickly. If you've gone on the ride and you go into Owl's, like there's a section of the ride where you go into Owl's house. If you look to the left, there's a picture of Mr. Toad handing a handing a piece of paper to Owl. And the funny thing about that is where Winnie the Pooh is right now is where Mr. Toad's wild ride used to be in Disney World. So it's basically hand Mr. Toad handing Owl the deed or the lease to that building, which I think is hilarious. But it's a fun little Easter egg there too. Uh, Lightning Lane is offered. I would say yes, because this can get a very high weight. I would say, uh, look, average weight time, like I said, was 35.1. If, if it gets... 40 or above, I would say use that lightning lane. Absolutely. It's not worth the wait. Even if it's about 35, I would use the lightning lane. This is one, like, if you love the characters and you love Winnie the Pooh, you love classic Disney rides, you absolutely should use it because it's more than likely going to have somewhat of a long wait. All right. Let's move on to our first meet and greet where it's meeting Ariel at her grotto. Uh, by the way, oh, lightning lane is offered. I would say yes to this. And the reason I, I would say that is because Ariel is probably going to be a very popular character to meet in terms of the meet and greets offered, considering whatever. Now, this is considering, you know, the popularity of Little Mermaid and the live action one coming out recently. Very much, I'm assuming that this is going to be very popular. Uh, I didn't really see anything about it the last time I went. But and the the version of the character that you're meeting is based off the animated version. She's in her grotto. She has the tail. She's dressed in her mermaid attire, right? So I would say yes. If you're really into meeting characters, absolutely use it. Because I know meet and greets can get high. Those wait times can get really high. I don't, I don't know about her, but I would say absolutely yes. So uh, Ariel there. Now we're getting to all of our meet and greets. Meet in Cinderella and a visiting princess at Fairytale Hall. The lightning lane is offered. I would use it. Uh, we used it this last time around when we went for... I got it mainly for my, my niece and my nephew that are old enough to meet these characters and remember it. And we got to meet Cinderella. I think it was Elena from one of the Disney Junior shows, and it it was awesome to get to see the uh, the kids interact with with these two characters, and it was fun. The kids were excited. I loved it. Absolutely, absolutely use it because the, the wait times at Princess Fairytale Hall can get very very high. We got it for a good for a good time, and uh, did that, and then kind of moved right right along. The next meet and greet is meeting the Daring Towels at Pete's Silly Sideshow, which are Donald and Goofy. They're kind of in, like, circus-esque attire. Uh, there is not a lightning lane available. I am not sure if you should use it. I've seen videos of it. 
I don't know how often the wait times are. They don't give the website did not have like average wait times for meet and greets. So I'm not sure if you should use it. This is probably one. These are probably meet and greets that a lot of people aren't necessarily aware of. So it, go ahead and do it. I mean, if and again, if you're really into you meeting the characters at Disney World, go ahead and use Lightning Lanes all you want to meet them. But just know that the rides will probably go up quick. You probably should use those too. But uh, Donald and Goofy, I actually don't remember the last time I met them. But yeah, that's a it, it's in uh, Storybook Circus is close to Dumbo and Barnstormer there, and in the same building but on the opposite side. So I think the Donald and Goofy are to the right, and I think Minnie and Daisy are on the left, which is meeting the meeting the dashing. Pals at Pete's Silly Sideshow, which are Daisy and Minnie. Again, Lightning Lane is not available. I am not sure if you need it or not. It's the same thing with Donald and Goofy here. I'm not sure about the wait times. I think it could be hit or miss. They could be high. They could be low, whatever. But I'm telling you right now, meet and greet. I think meet and greets are great. I really do. But you got to pick and choose who you're going who you're, who you are meeting because there are characters that will have long waits. I think these. These two sets don't have super long waits. I think I've seen in like YouTube videos and stuff of it being maybe about 40 or 45, which isn't bad. So it's not like, I, I don't think it ever really pushes up into the 60 minutes or anything like that. So the silly, uh, the storybook circus, Pete Silly Sideshow meet and greets, I would say, I'm not sure, but probably no. Our next one is meeting Mickey at Town Square Theater. Lightning Lane is offered. I would say yes, because he could very well have a long wait. I have seen things where it is about 60, maybe 90, maybe 70 minutes just to meet Mickey and the Magic Kingdom. Understandable. You want to meet him at the OG Park. You want to meet him there. And he's got a fun little, like, I think he's a, he's a magician there. He's got a fun little costume. It's a cool thing to do. I use the lightning lane for for the kiddos and myself and uh the and my sister and her husband to go meet Mickey. It was a great time. Got to and we basically walked right up. Now, the funny thing is I got the lightning lane to meet him and the the parade was actually getting ready to start. So we got down there, met Mickey. And they walked out, went to the parade. So I would very, very much encourage you to use a lightning lane for Mickey because that line can get really, really long. It's a fun meet and greet too because, again, he's in this awesome costume. And just the people the people that are the characters are so great and they're so patient. And I love that about it. And that's what, to me, makes these meet and greets so special. All right. Let's move on to our next meet and greet, and that is meeting Princess Tiana and a visiting princess at Princess Fairytale Hall. We did not go, because again, there are two sides, so you have Cinderella and a visiting princess, and Tiana and a visiting princess. We did not do Tiana, we, not, we did not do the other side, but again, I would say, with a lightning lane offered, I would say yes, the wait times can get very long. And just kind of the same thing, like in general with all these meet and greets, the the characters are so patient, they're so nice, they are able to kind of put up with most things, except for kind of 
kids or whoever that are kind of not great, not great or whatever. Like, remember a long time ago when that kid punched uh, or was messing with Tigger and Tigger punched the kid? Like, yeah. Like, those kind of things, I understand losing, losing your cool. But it is a... F- Meeting characters can be so fun for people. And I understand that. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of meeting some characters. Uh, here, let me take that back. I would love to meet certain characters, but not every single character. And that's where kind of, I think a lot of us fit. Like, I, I wouldn't mind meeting, like, Stitch. I tried doing that, but his meet and greet was up. And he's kind of a pop-up, like, Buzz Lightyear. A lot of characters that I would like to meet, but not everyone like the princesses i think if it was just me i think it'd be kind of weird so alrighty, we are now getting away from the meet and greets and getting back to uh shows and rides and all that let's go to mickey's magical friendship fair oh by the way the uh let me go back really quick to the meet and greets so mickey meets at Main Street USA, and Princess Fairytale Hall is in uh, is in Fantasyland, close to the uh, carousel. Let's get back now to where we're going with Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Now that I think about it, this is the show that is right uh, that is at the castle. Watch as Mickey and friends take to the stage in front of Cinderella Castle for a musical extravaganza. I've seen videos of of the show it, it happens so much that basically when I was there we heard it all the time and it's just it's a cute little show not a show I would see every single time but you know you think of shows with these characters they usually very much kind of like they're very cute. They're very much like, oh, friends, friends, friends. And that's what this is, you know, kind of doing their thing. You see a lot of friends show up. You see a lot of, I think, they, uh, some characters from Tangle show up. I think Tiana and Naveen show up. Maybe not Naveen, but I'm not sure. It's been a while. You have a lot of characters show up in this. Like I said, is is very much a cute show. But, no lightning lane is offered. I would say no. Uh, if they w- were to have a lightning lane, I think it would be like the parade or the uh, or the fireworks. If the fireworks had one, it would be like VIP viewing, basically. But, there's not really a good place for VIP viewing, viewing for a show like that. But, yeah. So, let's move on to our next one, which is Mickey's Philhar Magic, which is in Fantasyland. Uh, get swept away in the magic of Disney animation in this 3D movie musical starring many favorite Disney characters. Average wait time is about 14 minutes. That's usually about on par with most shows because it's usually about 15 minutes between each show. So that's roughly why it's around there. I've actually done this show before. I've seen the show before. It is actually quite fun. Because it's mainly Donald going through a bunch of different scenes from Disney movies. And it's like iconic Disney songs. So the... And it's great. And they've added some new scenes into it as well. Uh, But A Lightning Lane is offered. I would say no to this. Because Philhar Magic 
will not have a long wait. I don't think there'll ever be a wait where it's like, oh, I'm not going to get into this next show. Like, you're probably, if you get in line for Philharmonic Magic, you'll be in line for the next show. It's not going to be like Festival Lion King and uh, Animal Kingdom or anything like that to where you're like, ooh, I'm not too sure I'm going to make this next show. But Philharmonic Magic, it's, it's a good, it's a good show, but I would say you don't need a lightning lane for it. Let's stick with the show. Let's head on over to Tomorrowland with Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Participate in the giggliest, most guffaw-friendly live comedy show ever, starring Monsters, Inc. and Company. Average wait time's about 11.4 minutes. Uh, actually, I did the show for the first time this previous trip. and it, it, It's a short show, but... It, it's it's a fun show. It actually got me laughing. It's it, it actually did really get me laughing. There's a it's very interactive with the crowd and the people in the crowd. Whether if they're feeling it, can make the show. And you can also like you, you can have your jokes in the show. You can text a number, and then one of the one of the monsters will. Read those jokes, and then you'll you know you'll have a fun time. I don't think this is actually one of the ones where I don't think you're going to get the same show every time, but it's going to be somewhat similar. And again, it kind of depends on who's there. Uh, a lightning lane is offered, but I would say no to the lightning lane just because it's going to be another one of those ones where you're where you're probably getting into the next show, uh, and that's pretty easy to say that you will probably get into it. There's not a lot of shows at Magic Kingdom that you won't make the next show if you're waiting for it. So let's move on to, to me, one of the rides that is that is so popular it almost confuses me, and that's Peter Pan's Flight. Embark on a high-flying adventure over iconic scenes made famous in Disney's animated film. The average wait time is 60.5 minutes. Look, this is a classic ride. A lot of people consider it a classic ride. It is fun. You're basically just going through the movie of Peter Pan. But I will never understand why. It is one of the rides in Magic Kingdom that always has a 60-minute or higher wait every single time. Every time. So if you're if you want to go on this, there is a lightning lane offered. Yes, use your lightning lane because it will be an hour or longer almost every time you're there, almost every day. Use your lightning lane. I understand this ride is popular. I understand that, but I don't understand how it's so popular to where it's an hour wait. It is not worth an hour wait. It's not worth a seventy minute wait. To me, it's not even worth a forty five minute wait. So the fact that an average wait time is 60 is ridiculous to me. But I got to tell you, use your lightning lanes on that one. Let's move on to the Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Set sail on a swashbuckling voyage to a long forgotten time and place when pirates and privateers ruled the seas. Average wait time is roughly about 27.9 minutes. This is another classic ride, one that a lot of people love. 
and it's understandable why. Look, it's a fun ride. There's a there's a drop. There's action within it, and it it's just a fun classic ride that you know just is good. It's a fun ride. I know I've said this a lot about a lot of rides, and I'm repeating myself. Whatever. There's a lightning lane offered. I would say yes, because it's not a given that it's going to be a low wait time, really at all. So go out there, get a lightning lane for it, because I think it, it easily in the middle of the day, it's not going to be 20 or 30 minutes. It's going to be north of that, probably in the 40s or 50s. Uh, both times I did it, last time around I did it, I think I did Pirates at Night. So it was really low weights. Both times were basically walk-ons. Um, but Pirates, of course, just... I don't know what it is about it, but a lot of people go to it in probably because it's one of those rides that everybody just truly loves. Let's move on to, oh, by the way, Pirates of the Caribbean, Adventureland. So, boom, there we go. Moving on to Prince Charming Regal Carousel in Fantasyland. Ride atop a regal steed and gallop through a whirling backdrop of wondrous color and whimsical music. Average wait time is about 10.5 minutes. Look, it's a carousel, right? Carousels are carousels. There's not much really to it at all. But if I'm going to be honest, it's probably the only carousel I will ever go on just because, what, it it looks nice, right? It, It looks like a nice carousel. And... You know, it carousels can be kind of nostalgic, but this is one I'd probably go on. But a lightning lane is not offered, but if it did, I would say no. It's very, it, it's able to carry a lot of people. A lot of people go on and you can get on there probably in two to three goes. So it's not long and the ride itself isn't long. So uh, I would say if there was one lightning lane available, I would say no. You could probably wait it out in the standby. Moving on to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, also in Fantasyland. Race through the Diamond Mine from Snow White and the Seven Dwarves on a swaying family roller coaster. Average wait time, 76.1 minutes. I did this, not this previous time around, but the time before that. It's a good roller coaster. I think it's a fun little thrill to have in Fantasyland. You don't have a lot. You don't really have thrills in Fantasyland. So that, that's a nice one to have there. And, you know, it it's a very popular ride. It is obviously 76.1 minutes. That's a long time. It is going to be around that, north of that, probably close to 80, 90 minutes most of the day. So with the Lightning Lane offered, yes. But you're going to have to use individual Lightning Lane. You're going to have to. This is one of the ones in there that requires it. So use your individual lightning lane on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train easily. Because you can, the other ride, you could at least get a virtual queue. Which, if that gives you a hint, it is Tron. Like, go try to get a, if you can get a virtual queue, get an individual lightning lane for Seven Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. But those can run out really, really quickly. So you got to be smart got to keep an eye on when those become available because it is so freaking popular. And I'll tell you again, most of the time it will be an 80 to 70, probably even 90 minute wait. I remember I tried to do this one time at night after the fireworks. It was an 80 
minute wait after the fireworks. I got out of line and said, you know what? I'm not spending my night in one line. I'm going to do some other things. So be aware of the wait time for Seven Dwarfs. All right, let's move on to Space Mountain in Tomorrowland. Blast off on a rip-roaring rocket into the furthest reaches of outer space on this roller coaster ride in the dark. Average wait time, 51.2 minutes. This is probably one of the one of the most one of the funner rides at Disney World. It is dark. You don't really see where you're going. It does kind of like it's one of those ones where you're on it and if it turns it's going to jerk you to the left and then you'll slide to the right kind of thing. It's very like herky-jerky. Uh but it's still very fun. I love it. It's something that I would do any day of the week if I was there. Right? There's a lightning lane offer. I would highly encourage you guys to use it because it's another one of those rides where it can get a very very high weight. I think in when I did it, it was close to 40-some. I really got there in about 20, I think close to about 15, 20 minutes just because it was just me. Everybody was back at uh, the hotel or doing something else. So I went I went ahead and did Space Mountain. And th- thankfully, because I was a single rider, I was able to get there pretty quickly, get onto it pretty quickly. But if it's posted 40, more than likely it's going to be 40. Because they have one side strictly just for standby and uh, the standby line. And then they have one side strictly for lightning lanes. So if you get lightning lanes, you're not going to be waiting that long. So absolutely need one for Space Mountain. Moving back into Adventureland with the Swiss Family Treehouse. Explore the ultimate treehouse and behold breathtaking views in this attraction inspired by the classic Disney film, Swiss Family Robinson. Average wait time. 5.7 minutes. This is one of those things where I would say this could easily be a skip for anybody because it is a walkthrough thing, a lot of stairs. Uh, I've watched a lot of videos of people doing this and saying it is not, um, it is not like ADA at all. It it is not accessible at all. If you're So if you have anybody that is in a wheelchair or can't walk for a long period of time, can't walk upstairs, unfortunately, this is something that you won't be able to do. So there's there's a knock in it there, but it's just a walkthrough. It's not much. The only thing that it really offers is the breathtaking views. There's nothing to it, really. No lightning lane available. But if it did, I would say an absolute no. Now, this thing can get a weight. There's usually never a wait, but I think when I was there, it actually had somewhat of a wait. And I'm like, what? This never has a wait. So it was kind of a shock, but Swiss Family Treehouse to me would be uh, highly encouraged. Just don't do it. It's not worth it for any means. So let's move on to Tom Sawyer Island. So Tom Sawyer Island is its own land. It's basically so. Wherever you see, like, Haunted Mansion, Liberty Square, and, like, Big Thunder Mountain, that area where the water is, you know, like, that river where Liberty Square river boats are, if you go across that, that is Tom Sawyer Island. It's just 
one little area that realistically, you know, not a lot of people go to. It's a nice little area for to go and like get your kids tired out. I think there's a bunch of fun things over there for kids to play with. There's like caves that are basically like a maze, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's its own little land. So obviously there's no lightning lane. Uh, it never will, but if it did, I would say no. But Tom Sawyer Island, very much its own thing. And just kind of, I would go over there just to kind of get to, get kids tired out and then have them nap like on the way back to the hotel or for a little bit of the day to where I could do something myself. So uh, that's basically kind of what Tom Sawyer Island is. And it's also a way to get away from crowds if you don't want to be around, if you're not a big fan of big crowds. Go on over there, relax a little bit, and do whatever you need to. Let's move on to Tomorrowland Speedway, which, if you don't know, it's in Tomorrowland. Um, put the pedal to the metal in your very own hot rod and cruise along a scenic miniature motorway. Average wait time, 15.2 minutes. Uh, this is a fun, this is fun for kids because it gives them a chance to drive a car themselves. Now, as an adult doing it, it is it's still very much fun, but it is very difficult. It is not like driving a car at all. Uh, you have to like really press down on the pedal. And when you're there too, because I think what's a big part of this, right, is the experience of it. When you're there, are you having people that are kind of being reckless and whatever? Because I, I, I went there and I heard people saying, why are you going so slow? I'm like, I don't want to go super fast and like bump into people all the time. Because I, I saw a a couple times where someone kept going, like basically running into uh, the person in front of them, like almost constantly. So I was going slower than uh, a majority of the people. But yeah. Speedway, there's lightning lane offered. I would say no, but I think because it depends on the experience and the wait time is usually not that much. You can wait for a good time. Like, again, at night around the fireworks or, or after the fireworks and everybody's leaving, you can do it then. It'll be a low wait time. We now move on to some of our final ones here with uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, which a lot of people just call People Mover. Embark on a 10-minute tour of Tomorrowland aboard this mass transit system of the future. Average wait time is about 13.2 minutes. This is actually one, this is actually a ride that I would say I encourage people to go on because it's a nice little time to rest, you know, in the middle of the day. It is a longer ride. I. It's not, it, it could be nap-worthy very much if you want to, but, uh... It's just a slow moving ride. Get you off your feet. If it's just you, put your feet up, relax, enjoy the enjoy the aura of Tomorrowland and just ha have a good time, man. But the other reason I would say to go on this ride is go at night when the fireworks are going off. It gives you a good view of the fireworks. It's very, very fun. Um, that's the first time I ever did the fireworks. Again, I, I watched them from the People Mover and then from Tomorrowland. But, 
Feeble uh, Mover does not have a lightning lane. Uh, even if that one, no, the wait time is usually pretty dang short for you, where you can get on it, like, pretty dang quickly. So, let's move on to Tron. Speed across a world with no horizons in a high-stakes race based on this Disney sci-fi film Tron Legacy. The average wait time is 28.3 minutes. I went on this ride this last time around, and I loved it. I will say this, the way that you're in the vehicle, it can be a little uncomfortable, but I still very much enjoyed it. And it, it's a short ride, but it's great. It There's a launch. It is so much, it, it's a launch coaster. I love it. There's so much about it that's just so good. Um, but be warned, you will need a lightning lane for this. It is offered. You're going to have to use an individual lightning lane or a virtual queue to get on this. Now, the virtual queue wait can be a little bit. But the individual lightning lane, you can basically get almost right on. So, uh, this is, to me, another one where I highly encourage people to go on this. If you can, if you can afford it, go do it. It is fun. I think it gets a bad rap. Yeah, sure, it's short. But you know what? I think it's worth getting on the ride. All right, we are to our last three here. And we start with Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid out in Fantasyland. Forward a clamshell and become a part of Ariel's world on a musical adventure. Awash with scenes from the animated classic. Average wait time, 19.5 minutes. Now, I did this the last time around. It was, I made a list of things. Of all the attractions, everything in Disney World that you're able to do. I wanted to check off as much as I could. So I did Under the Sea with Little Mermaid. When I walked up and looked on the app, it said 60 minute wait. I got into line and it was a walk-on. I think they had not changed the, the wait time yet. It was a walk-on. This will very rarely have a big wait. So, a lightning lane is offered, I would say no. If it has a weight to me north of 35, get a lightning lane if you really want to do it. The ride system is very much similar to Buzz, Light, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Spin, and Haunted Mansion. The shells constantly move. You're, you get on and you just kind of slowly go right on through scenes from the movie. The animatronics are great. But this is not something I highly encourage a lightning lane. So I would say go on it whenever. I went on it at night. And I want to throw that out there. At night, after the fireworks, roughly about or close to. And it was just... It was posted at 16 and it was a walk-on. That's how, like... I, I think that shows really what Under the Sea is. It, and again, it's one of those ones where it's like, oh... I like this ride, but it's not like, I love this ride. I think it's one where you're like, okay, yeah, this this is a decent one. So, all right, let's move on. From there to our second and final attraction here, Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Travel through the 20th century and marvel at the evolution of technology during this classic audio animatronic show. Look, this show is very, very out of date. 
This was made for the 1964 World's Fair, and it has not updated since. They have not updated the actual show. They probably refurbed the animatronics, probably have changed the animatronics, but the actual show itself has not changed. Sure, it's a classic, but it's very outdated. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, there's very, very rarely a wait super long for Carousel Progress. So, Lightning Lane is not available for Carousel Progress, but if it did, there's no way you would need it. This you would walk right on. It holds a lot of people, and by the way, this the, the show moves, but it's the people in the seats move, not like the stage. You move. It's you. You're moving, even though you probably don't know. You probably think the stage is moving, but the seats aren't moving. But again, to me, and to me, I would say Carousel of Progress is not worth it. It is very much considered a Disney classic. There's history behind it, but it's outdated. I don't think it's worth it. Eh, it's kind of rough to watch. Last one, ladies and gentlemen, and we are on Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Tropical birds, tiki gods, and colorful flowers come to life in a swinging 10-minute South Seas musical celebration. Average wait time, 13.8 minutes. Look, I've never done this show. I've seen it. It's another one of those shows where you're like, oh, hey, this is good. This uh, might be a one-time show, or this might just... It's another one, kind of like Carousel Progress and a lot of the shows. Hey, let's get out of the heat, get some AC. Hey, let's get out of the rain. Hey, I need some rest. Let's go to a show. It's one of those things. That's It's what a lot of shows are to a lot of people. That's what shows are to me, mainly. I don't... I'm not someone that's going to go to a lot of shows might go to Country Bears. I might do something else in terms of shows, but that's really it. Um, but no Lightning Lane available for Enchanted Tiki Room, but if it did, I would say no. Again, pretty short wait. Most dry, uh, most shows are going to be pretty short waits for the most part. Don't really need it. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is all the attractions at Magic Kingdom. And I, I got to tell you, there, there are, there's a lot there. There's a lot to do, but a lot of these things you don't need lightning lanes for. You just don't, because a lot of these things are going to have short wait, short wait times. But also, it all depends on your strategy of what you want to do. What do you want to hit first? If you want to hit the big, like if you want to hit the big boys first, get your lightning lanes, use them. Then, if you get to later in your day, you've gotten most of them out of the way. Then start going to the ones where you're like, oh, hey, I wouldn't mind doing this. I wouldn't mind doing this. Use them. And be smart about ones that don't have lightning lanes and when to go there. So it is very much all depends on how you want to attack your Magic Kingdom trip. So that is what we have for Magic Kingdom today. Our next, our next episode will cover the park that opened second and will be Epcot. With the park closing for the night, we ask that everyone take their time getting out of here. I hope you enjoyed your time with the Disney Planning Podcast.